0: video game news and video game music this is progress bar the show! My name is Anthony Shelton, this is Progress Bar. Got some good stuff for you today. And we got some good songs also. Got songs from Ben Prunty, Graham Norgate, and Grant Kirkhope. Just bringing it all in today. Loving the lineup. You can also contact me at Progress Bar Show on Twitter, or by email, anthony at Progress Bar Radio Com. Hope you had a great weekend. Sorry I've been away for a long time. My mentor, his schedule is all crazy. His kids were on fall break, so I didn't get the chance to meet with him when he said he was going to meet with me because extenuating circumstances. But yesterday we met. This Friday we'll meet. And then after that, every Friday, you know, barring nothing comes up, we'll be the thing so expect Monday through Thursday alright that's the current schedule but once all the mentoring is over we'll be back Monday through Friday and hopefully things will be even better than before so I'm looking forward to it all but I appreciate your patience thanks Elzora. welcome to the chat thanks for joining congrats on your update also what are some things you've been nervous or anxious about in your life? Just think about that for a moment. Like for myself, I've been nervous about my wedding day. You know, Gwen, my wife, I proposed to her, but you know, you get that wedding day, it's that butterflies, it's the anxiousness, you're doing all this, you're celebrating in front of everybody. You know, it's, it's anxious, it's excitement, it's anxiety driven, right? I think about uh, all the performances I've done in my life. Just any performance-oriented thing. Sports events, radio, drumming, speaking in front of people. You know, all that kind of stuff brings up all kinds of anxiousness and nervousness. Because you want to perform well, you want to do it well, you don't want to mess up. All that stuff, right? Right? Think about the first time I went out of the country. That was really nerve wracking. Not quite fearful, but just what in the world is it gonna be like going to Italy? Cause the furthest I've been out of the country up until this up until I went to Italy was Tijuana, which is twenty minutes away from where I live. Not very far at all. And I'm like, it's T T J like that's not out of the country, it is technically, but I, I'm 20 minutes away. I didn't have to travel. It's right on the border. There's not a whole bunch to see. There's a lot of drama in TJ, so I'm not gonna count TJ. So when my wife and I plan to go to Italy, that was a lot more nerve wracking. I'm like, how am I gonna get around? How am I going to communicate with people? What's the water like? Is the food going to be good? Probably, probably better than America, but still, what are we going to eat? How much are we going to eat? You know, portion sizes are different. You know, was just nervous. And then, come out with news a couple of days ago that made me a little nervous. Wall Street Journal put out a story about the Nintendo NX. It got me a little nervous. Here's a quote from the article from the sources that gave them information about the Nintendo NX. Quote People familiar with the development plan said Nintendo would likely include both a console and at least one mobile unit that could either be used in conjunction with the console or taken on the road for separate use. They also said Nintendo would aim to put industry leading chips in the NX devices after criticism that the Wii U's capabilities didn't match. Those of competitors. Interesting. See, on paper, that sounds kind of good. But if we look at the history of Nintendo, you can't tell me that you're not a little nervous about this information. Now, if we think about what happened with the Wii U, and the information that came out before that console came out, right? Oh, it's going to be a high-def console. It's going to be uh, more powerful. And it's going to have all this stuff. And it sounded really good. Really on the level of a PS4 and Xbox One at the time. Before those consoles even came out. It's like, oh man, this is this might be pretty freaking good. I like the sound of it. But those sources, eh, they had some credibility to them. They've given good information before. But they're not quite... The Wall Street Journal. Turns out, the Nintendo Wii U didn't turn out barely anything like what the original rumors were. So now we got a source going to the Wall Street Journal. A reputable source, by most standards. So we have that going. And I'd have to say, okay, there's a little bit more weight to this rumor I guess I don't know if it's a rumor if a source told them of course the source isn't gonna tell who they are for a variety of reasons but Wall Street Journal decided to publish it they're not just gonna publish anything especially gaming related so I'd have to say there's probably a little weight to this let me read that first part again. People familiar with the development plan said Nintendo would likely include both a console and at least one mobile unit that could either be used in conjunction with the console or taken on the road for separate use. Here's my thing. If this is the case, if it is both a console and at least One mobile unit. I don't want to see any more 3DS's. I'm done with the 3DS's. If this is the case. No point in releasing any 3DS's. Let us revel in the small 3DS. The new 3DS. And the new 3DS XL. Just give us that. Let's not go the way of the Game Boy Advance Micro. When the Nintendo DS was already announced. And pretty much close to launch. Okay we don't need that. All we need, if you want, Nintendo, is more 3DS games. That's it. Don't release any more versions of the handheld. Don't raise your money and resources on that. Focus all your finances on the development of this console and mobile. Don't need any more 3DSs. The only way you're going to give us another 3DS is if the new 3DS, whatever the next model will be, is in conjunction with This Nintendo NX. That's the only way. Otherwise. Don't need it. Now I do. And I am interested. In the idea that this handheld. Will be used in conjunction. With the console itself. But what does that mean? Does that mean it's going to be PS Vita like? You're going to have the handheld, let's just let's just say the 3DS, so you're going to have a handheld and it'll be used with the Nintendo NX, similar to a PS Vita, cross-play, cross-buy type of stuff, or are we looking at a handheld that will be literally used in conjunction, maybe similar to the gamepad, but stronger, more mobile? games that you could play on the NX can be played on the handheld and you could take it wherever you go. Are we looking at that? Hard to say, but either way, I think I would be excited about that. But we're going to take a break. Will the will the Nintendo NX run the same course as the Wii U? That's your question to answer right now. Go ahead, hop in the chat. Let me know what you're thinking. This is Zoltan Explored by Ben Prunta. You can find it on the FTL original soundtrack, which is available on Bandcamp. You're listening to Progress Bar. That is Zoltan Explore. It's by Ben Prunty. You can find it on the FTL original soundtrack, which is available at Bandcamp. We're talking about the, the Nintendo NX and the report that came out by the Wall Street Journal that it will be potentially a console with a handheld that can work in conjunction with it. I'll read the quote again. It says, People familiar with the development plan said Nintendo would likely include both a console and at least one mobile unit that could either be used in conjunction with the console or taken on the road for separate use. They also said Nintendo would aim to put industry-leading chips in the NX devices after criticism that the Wii U's capabilities didn't match those of competitors. Now, some people have speculated, oh, well, does that mean it's mobile chips or are we talking about home console chips considering that they mentioned the criticism of the Wii U's capabilities I am certain we're talking about home console industry leading chips now what does industry leading mean that's a little more gray does it mean better we're talking about better than PS4, Xbox One Does it mean... Really unique... Compared to the PS4 and Xbox One? That's kind of the scary part. That's the kind of stuff that makes you nervous. That's why I'm nervous about the NX. Because I don't know what all of this means. Look at the history of the Wii U. And the rumors that came out. And then what actually became... Of the Wii U. And it's like, okay Nintendo... What are you really doing? And you know, Nintendo's always trying to do groundbreaking stuff. That's fine. I have no problem with Nintendo trying to do groundbreaking stuff. That's how you separate yourself. But at the end of the day, I feel like there's some standards that should be met. Like, power. The Nintendo has to have power. That's the reason why developers aren't really feeling the Wii U. It's not the gamepad. It's because it's underpowered. What are you going to do with an underpowered console? These developers are designing for PC, for PS4, for Xbox One, and then they have to develop a different version for an underpowered console? No, that doesn't make any sense. That's not Nintendo saying, hey, we want your third-party support. They say it, at least for the last two E3s where they've announced consoles, oh, we're going to get third-party support again. We well, can't do that with a Wii and a Wii U. I know power isn't everything. Power isn't everything at all. We've seen that with the successful Nintendo games. The console hasn't been successful, but games have been successful. So, yes, power isn't everything. But when you're making a console that needs to be available to third-party developers, you need a console that's powerful. So, yes, I think the NX needs to be more powerful than the PS4 and Xbox One. Can you imagine if Nintendo won the Resolution Wars? They come out with this new console, and it's like, Oh, we can play Battlefront at 1080p60. Can't do that on the PS4 or Xbox One. Wouldn't that be crazy? I think people's faces would melt. That would be, that would be freaking ridiculous. Oh yeah, everything could be played on the NX. I don't know. I feel like my mind would be blown if Nintendo went that route. Will they finally give third-party support? Mm, I don't know. That's this that's the other nervous part. That's the part that brings anxiety, because yeah, I want Nintendo to do well. I want Nintendo to be competitive. I am a Nintendo fan. I'm not ashamed of that. I like Nintendo. I have not been impressed with what they did with the Wii and the Wii U. They have released some good games, games that I have played, games that I still need to play. But I am not impressed by what Nintendo's doing. But I still hold hope that Nintendo will release the console that pretty much will dominate my living room. All they need is the power and the third-party support. Can you imagine the Nintendo console that you got all the great Nintendo games that you could play? Zelda, Mario, Metroid, Star Fox, you name it, F-Zero. You, list goes on. Pikmin, Animal Crossing, and then you got Battlefront, Call of Duty, Battlefield... Uh, Street Fighter, can you imagine if Final Fantasy came back to Nintendo because they have a console worthy of Final Fantasy? The possibilities are endless. All because the option of power is there. Of course, there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that needs to happen for that to happen in terms of contracts with third-party developers and stuff, but it needs power. Question is, do we want a console that works with the full handheld or do we want them as separate entities? Do we want a console that has the handheld that just plays the console games and you can just take it around with you? Or do we want a handheld that plays its own handheld games and perhaps also plays the games available on the console? I like that better. The problem with that is... How much would that freaking cost? That... That will be really expensive. Because you got a handheld that can... Pr- maybe potentially stream... The game. Maybe in your home. Right? But then, if you were to take it on the road... It would have to be able to handle the power. Probably take an SD card, right? Because that's a rumored feature of the Nintendo NX. Perhaps it will use SD cards... So you take the SD card out of your NX, pop it in your handheld, and take it with you on the go. But that handheld has to be able to play the game. It's got to be able to have the specifications. I like the sound of it, but are we willing to pay that much for it? I don't know. Is that what we want, though? Because I like the sound of it, but... We think about traditional Nintendo fans. I mean, you got your console and then you got your handheld. If you had best of both worlds, let's just let's just throw out a price for 600 bucks. Now, probably not going to be that much cuz Nintendo usually likes to keep the prices down, but let's say you had all of that for 600 bucks. Would you pay for that? Would I pay for that? I don't know. $600 is a lot. Maybe not immediately. But, I mean, the potential. If if the power was there. And the potential for actual third party games to be on the console. And I still get all the Nintendo stuff. That's pretty tempting. And here's the thing. People are willing to spend money on games right now. Look at what happened with the PS4. Look at how many people that bought it. $100 less than the Xbox One, but people bought the Xbox One also. People still want consoles. People are willing to fork over the money. Now, granted, that was after six to seven years, but we're thinking about a Nintendo-starved generation of people who have bought the Wii, bought the Wii U, not a whole lot of games on them. You give them something that could attract a variety of different games, plus you still have your Nintendo games, I think it's a possibility people would spend upwards of five hundred dollars for another console if it did all that we're speculating about. Zoro says Nintendo handhelds have been trouncing cutting edge handheld tech for generations. It's true, but is that tech useful? That's that's part of the issue with the 3DS. I mean, it's nice to have the 3D, but what is it really doing? Not much. It's not completely changing the way I'm playing the game. It's not, to use a very cliched word, it's not immersing me anymore. Barely, maybe. It's nice to look at. It's cool. Turn it on when when it's available and when it works well. But, I mean, it's not... It's not doing anything for the games, necessarily. It's not a feature I'm going to... Oh, God, yeah, I got to get it. It's not that at all. All right, we're going to take another break. Why would Nintendo finally make a console as powerful as competitors? If you look at their track record, Nintendo has not been doing that. But why is now the time Nintendo will finally make a console as powerful as competitors? As competitors, the PS4 and the Xbox One. We'll talk about that after this song. This song is "TS1 Streets." It is by Graham Norgate. You can find it on the Time Splitters original soundtrack, and that is available on Bandcamp. You're listening to Progress Bar. That is TS1 Streets. It's by Graham Norgate. You can find that on the Time Splitters original soundtrack, which is available on Bandcamp. Zoro made an interesting point in the chat. He says, I'm worried that if they abandon their traditionally modest handheld hardware, they might break their own combo, so to speak. Nintendo's traditionally modest tech has been curb-stomping high-powered competitors from the word Go since 1989. And he's saying that because I'm, he says I'm postulating that they might attach a bleeding-edge handheld to the console. Which... He says, if they release a high-powered and high-priced handheld, they might shoot their handheld dominance in the foot... I don't think their handheld... I mean, one one of the reasons why their handhelds do so well is because of the price. So that that's always a good thing for Nintendo. But the other reason why their handhelds do so good is because of the games. You can't get their games anywhere else. That's the biggest reason. So if Nintendo decides to release a console that's a little bit more expensive, okay, now we're looking at... More of a trouble spot. Because it's more expensive. But. If it's more powerful. But still has. All the other games. And can do all little kinds of crazy stuff on it. Like stream from the console. Or maybe play console games. The NX games on it. Or anything like that. I don't think that's going to hurt the dominance. You got to look at what the other landscape. Of some of these more powerful handhelds are. The Vita Stunk mostly because it just didn't have games, really good games. PSP was absolute garbage because not only, well, the price was high, but what you got with the price was incredibly expensive, exclusive uh, memory cards, right? You couldn't use your own memory cards, and those were expensive. Games that were expensive and not really all that great In the first place. So you got all this little stuff. That just compacted into the PSP. And was like yeah this isn't that great of a handle. Versus the 3DS which is a little bit cheaper. Has the gimmicky 3D feature. Didn't get off to a hot start. But it's picked up traction. Why? Because there's games on it. At the end of the day. There's games. Did they have to bring down the price? Sure. They did have to do a price cut for it to really gain some traction. But everybody wanted one anyway because there was games. So if we apply that same principle, a handheld that has more power on it, and it has games, it'll be a little bit more expensive, but if they could justify the price and not make it a PSP or a PS Vita, then... I would say it's still palpable. Now, we're not talking about a $500 handheld. That's ridiculous. If they could keep it around $300 for what you get, if they can make it more justifiable than the 3DS, the new 3DS XL, hey, I'm good. Zoro says, Mario is boring, Zelda has gotten too dense, I hate racing car or otherwise, and even Smash didn't keep my attention for more than a month. Well, that's your problem. Because Nintendo still has a lot of fans. A lot of people bought Smash on the 3DS. A lot of people play Mario on the 3DS. Fire Emblem's a popular game. Zelda's still a popular game. So we can't project our own thing on it. We got to look at the numbers, and the numbers show these are the games that sell. Animal Crossing. I think what, and Xenoblade Chronicles is coming out exclusively for the new 3DS, or it's already out, one of them. Either way, people are excited about that. I don't know if it's going to really move numbers based on what we've heard from the Treehouse guy a couple of months ago, but still, people are excited for it. People these games on handheld people still buy Mario Zelda all that stuff they get excited for it and they usually turn out to be good quality so you think about the potential of what could be there with the NX I'm saying it's something worth it's something worth speculating about I mean come on now we could hope I mean the biggest thing that I am concerned about that makes me nervous about the NX is will it have the power Okay, I'm willing to be wrong that you know, if Nintendo has more power on their console, they'll get more third-party support. I'm willing to be wrong about that. But I'm pretty freaking sure that if they did have more power, they could get more third-party support. Now, would they get it? I think it would be more so of an issue of contracts and other business decisions behind the scenes that we don't know about. But in terms of developers having the option to make their games on the Nintendo and of course if it's easy to develop for then I don't see a problem with Nintendo getting that third party support as long as they got the power now let's say it's just a PSP or a PS Vita type of thing where you just have cross play or cross buy is that good enough? I would say so. That's fine too. It's just at that point. Well no. I was going to say at that point. What's the point of the 3DS? But I mean that uh, that's true. What is the point of the 3DS? That's what the new handheld is for. Because it's able to cross by cross play. With this new handheld. So e- either way. I'm still for it. If it's just a cross by cross play type of thing. I'm good. I am totally fine with that. That would probably keep the handheld cheaper. And it'd still probably have everything that we're talking about before. It just may not be at the same level. You're not going to get, you know, the next Super Mario Galaxy on it because it's got to be able to run the game, right? But you're going to get, you know, the kind of indie games and things like that. I'm fine with that because there's a lot of good indie games out there. And if there's a AAA game that can play on it with a handheld that's not quite as powerful as we've been speculating then that's okay variety that's the spice of life now the Wall Street Journal report also mentions that the source says it will come out in 2016 I highly doubt that's going to happen why because really the main point of the article is that dev kits have been shipped out to developers If the console is coming out in 2016, then what the frick are we going to get at launch? We're not going to get anything. (laughs) That would be probably the biggest bust of a launch of all. So, probably 2017 at the latest. But it's October 2015. I mean, it usually takes at least two years to make a good AAA game. And we're suggesting it's going to come out next year? Nah. Maybe 2017. I would say 2018. Maybe not holiday. Maybe even quarter one. New console. Beginning of the year. Games can come out for the rest of the year. Stuff will be ready for holiday season. Deals will be made. Holiday season. Right? Right? That's my speculation. Probably 2017, but I definitely wouldn't be shocked if it came out in 2018. Will people buy a console that's worth $500, though? Like I said, I think people are willing to spend the money. People already bought an Xbox One, PS4, if the price is right, and if the console delivers what everybody has been wanting from a Nintendo console, people who have been starving (laughs) for that better Nintendo console will definitely jump out of their seats to buy it. They will trade in their Wii's, they will trade in their Wii U's, they will save up, they'll do all of that if the Nintendo console meets what they desire. And I think a lot of us desire the same thing. We could go back and forth on the handheld portion of it. I can't argue with you if you want a you know, less powered handheld, but you know, can still do the cross buy, cross save. But, you know, I've kind of for a more powerful handheld that can I could take my console games anywhere. That'd be cool. Interesting way to do the cross buy and cross play. But, you know. It's got to be all the right package for that stuff. Alright, last song. This is Angry Aztec by Grant Kirkhope. This is on the Donkey Kong 64 original soundtrack, which is available on Amazon. Like I said, don't know where it's gone on Bandcamp, but it is available on Amazon. You're listening to Progress Bar. Aztec by Grant Kirkhope. You can find that on the Donkey Kong 64 original soundtrack, which is available on Bandcamp. And that will do it for today's show. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can contact me at Progress Bar Show on Twitter or by email, Anthony at Progress Bar Hope to see you next time. We're talking about video games. Thanks for listening. DeZoro, thanks for joining the chat. You have a good rest of your Tuesday. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Later.